Meanwhile... By the mid-70s, 20 years after its birth, rock music had started to take itself very seriously. In Britain, the predominant trend was for progressive rock, performed in vast stadiums and released as concept albums. If it wasn't at least 20 minutes long, it wasn't worth playing. In America, many of the successful musicians of the 60s had by now settled into comfortable Beverly Hills lifestyles, playing music for the all-powerful FM radio. Typical of such bands was the Eagles, who came to epitomize the radio-friendly California rock sound. At its most powerful, rock and roll had appeared to offer a way of life, yet the lavish trappings of mid-70s rock culture suggested it was in danger of becoming just another leisure industry. It needed an injection of new energy. And it got it.
time for another history lesson. Mid-Valley. Before 75. Mutations. Blank generation. And good morning, Sheena's Jungle Room. Welcome to another edition of Mid-Valley Mutations. Part two of our Before 75 series, where we explore a lot of the stuff that I just really love. Kind of my, my, my comfort listening, as it were. Now, I assembled this show quite a while ago, but this is a sort of uh, a remastered, reproduced, and uh, a, a revamped version of it with a, with a few changes and, and uh, whatnot. Basically the same as it was before, but just more fun, you know? Audience participation is happening through the live chat that we have uh, uh, here at uh, uh, Sheena's Jungle Room, uh, WFMU dot org forward slash sheena uh join us uh get in there it's a lot of fun uh we, we usually like to argue about uh, uh, uh songs and genres and uh uh go on tangents about uh film noir and movies we've seen and i'll ramble about the zine i've been stapling and assembling and folding in my office and uh y'all will ramble about whatever you're enjoying these days it's tons of fun is what I'm saying, and uh, I should totally see you there. But uh, I think uh, we should probably get back into the tunes because that's where the real fun lies. So uh, please uh, stick around. I, 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 our, our first uh, uh, set for t- this evening is called uh, Ghost Riders in New York. And if that is not enough of a clue, then I don't know what is. It's Mid-Valley Mutations here on Sheena's Jungle Room, and it goes a little something like this. It's time for another history lesson. Mid-Valley. Before 75. Mutations. Blank generation. He's got a kid And he's working in a factory He's working from seven to five He's just trying to survive Volunteer for Frankie Frankie. I just remember the first note, the first sound. It was so rich and right, totally perfect, and um, so like apocalyptic. It's music. <laughs> 
Frankie with a gun to his head. I know it! Frankie's dead. Alan Vega would come out with this motorcycle chain that was like eight feet long. And <laughs> Marty start playing and he'd sing a couple of notes. Then he'd start whipping the floor with his eight-foot bull, this chain. And this completely frightened people out of the room. I would have to think that suicide had to be a tremendous influence on absolutely everybody. And here we come out with um, no guitars, no drums, no bass, 
two guys, regular heels, you know, right down to the floor, with the name Suicide. We were really street guys. We were very close to living on the street, and many times did. But we couldn't even afford to dress up, to, to even fool ourselves to think we could escape that long, to dress up that well, and to party that well. We weren't, it was like an elite. To us, it was like an elite. Our nature wasn't to escape, it was to bring the sure absurdity and injustice and, and horror, really, of what we felt reality was. Punk was really not about escaping anymore. It was about carving out a place for ourselves in this totally, in this old order. We were kind of like uh, smashing those idols, you might say, of the, the, the status quo of guitar, bass, and drums. And yeah, we knew it was different. <laughs> I mean, suicide were around at the time that the dolls were around. They were pre-punk, you know, and they were doing something that was so completely off the deep end. And they were up there, like, with their radiated, radiated glasses. Starting around 71 or so, when we started, we had a punk mass we put out and punk music by Suicide, we'd say, we said a few others. What it was was we just called ourselves punk. We were looking for something to describe you know, ourselves for the gigs. Lester Bangs had used the word to describe Iggy in Cream Magazine. Uh, Alan had read the article, told me about it, and he said, yeah, let's, uh, let's call ourselves punk music. And it was quite early. We didn't expect it to become a uh, scene called punk music. And of course, we're nowhere part of that scene. We're part of something that was going to come later.
It's time for another history lesson. Mid Valley. Before 75. Mutations. Blank Generation. Oh, just listen to those record pops. This is uh, Mid Valley Mutations here on Sheena's Jungle Room. And uh, yeah, we're just having a little bit of fun here. Uh, enjoying uh, some music from before 75. Uh, tunes and uh, interviews and uh, quotes and samples and things from uh, places that uh, offer a little more perspective on uh, some of my favorite tunes. Now, I mentioned this last week, but I'll say it again. You know, there's this syndrome that I I experience where I'm I'm watching a music documentary and and it's like got a pretty good setup. And then all of a sudden uh, they start playing a song and I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm really into the song and it's great. And then they cut away like, you know, 20 seconds into it to talk to some other person. And I'm like, ah, I want to hear the rest of the song. So that is kind of what I'm I'm, I'm trying to do here is is, um, uh, let you hear the interview then let you hear the song you know it's just uh my way of of filling that uh that need so uh yeah uh um we uh just heard a little set here called uh ghost riders in new york largely focusing on suicide and then uh, a little bit of richard hell to beginning uh, we're gonna move on to ohio now for um the next uh section of the show um, and, you know, there's a lot of things in Ohio that are uh, pretty excellent, and so we might be there for a little while. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, we're going to uh, make it uh, uh, off to some other lands at some point. Uh, and, yeah, you know, if you're not joining us in the chat, why not? It's a lot of fun. Uh, uh, WFMU.org forward slash Sheena. Um, we just hang out. Uh, we we uh, argue about the Eagles. Um, uh, you know, we, we uh, um, talk about, uh, oh, oh gosh, uh, 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 the best uh, uh, spam email addresses uh, to send uh, uh, junk mail to us. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a lot of fun. And, and, and I urge you to, uh, to, to check it out as well. Um, you get to uh, enjoy Mr. Fab's witticisms, which I, I always appreciate. Uh, we are listening to a, a little bit of uh, something I was actually unfamiliar with until I did the research for this particular um, show. This is uh, the Killer Kane Band, which uh, was kind of one of those pre-punk uh, groups uh, that, um, you know, I think they had a couple of singles and whatnot. And then, uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of how things went for them. Uh, but I think um, you're probably going to immediately recognize the next gentleman. So let's get into more of this history lesson. It's uh, before 75 here on Sheena's Jungle Room and Mid-Valley Mutations. And, um, yeah. Let's find out exactly why he started writing songs, okay? It's time for another history lesson. Mid-Valley. Before 75. Mutations. Blank Generation. I went into music because I wanted to be a journalist, and the only job I could get was on a music paper. And um, then they discovered I could write, so I had to write. And because it was a music paper, I had to write about music. And um, 
because I'm an opinionated kind of guy, I had a lot of opinions, you know, and eventually I started feeling hypocritical because I'd inflict these opinions on every band that came by my desk by way of records. So eventually I, I felt like I should put up or shut up, so I started doing music.
was never intended to be a band we were just hanging out together uh, before we realized all of us played different instruments then we started uh, a band because things in Cleveland were so stagnant uh, the music scene was sickening uh, it was all FM oriented uh, to play any clubs you had to play all the covers like Aerosmith, Kiss and all the things that were getting heavy FM rotation so we fought against it and just uh, played our style of music, which was really based on Detroit, uh, Iggy and the Stooges and that. Plus, we all wore leather jackets, and a lot of clubs wouldn't let us in because they thought we were a bike gang. This is like 74, 75. So it was never intended to be. We were surprised it got as far as it did. I mean, we were surprised we got to play in New York once, or play anywhere for that matter. <laughs>
so like when the Dead Boys went to New York, you know, we were gone. I actually moved up there. The rest of the guys kept going back to Ohio. I came back like after a year. There was a whole scene going on. It was like the exact opposite of what it had been like two years before. <laughs>
there was no place really to play. They didn't have any clubs, at least according to the book. Well, see, it was college kids dancing to the Doobie Brothers, you know? It wasn't us. <laughs> but Cleveland has had, like, a real driving music scene since that time. So apparently it was there, it just it was being done in basements. <laughs>
Time for another history lesson. Mid Valley. Before 75. Mutations. Blank generation. And welcome back to another exciting edition of Mid Valley Mutations here on Sheena's Jungle Room. And, you know, we are having a lot of fun exploring the the music of Ohio, uh, as it were, um, with uh, some samples and whatnot uh, drawn from a variety of sources, actually. Uh, We had to go to some Toronto television, uh, a CD that was included with a book called Punk Rock Diary, 1970-1979, and then uh, some interviews from The Edge, uh, a YouTube TV show, I don't know if it's even still around anymore, um, where they used to interview various different kinds of um, punk people, um, usually via the phone. Um, and uh, yeah, there were some uh, good uh, Cheetah Chrome bits in there that I uh, snagged uh, many years ago. And then uh, I don't know if I have the full video or, or anything anymore. So that might be the only place I have that. I'll have to dig around and see if I can find it. Maybe maybe it's in my show notes somewhere from, from way back when. We're having some fun in the chat here at uh, wfmu.org forward slash Sheena. So if you're listening, uh, please uh, join us. We're, we're having a lot of fun, and we're about to get into one of my favorite sections of this particular show. Um, and, uh, um, I mean, I, I think I've already uh, spilled my uh, hand. Uh, we're all Devo. Um, th- this is one of my favorite bands, uh, a, a group that... Uh, I've seen a couple times now, and uh, I never thought I would actually get to for a variety of reasons. And then when they started playing again, I was like, am I going to, is this going to, and then it happened. And it was very, I mean, like, it's everything I wanted it to be. They're fantastic. If if you haven't seen any Devo live videos, um, they put on a show. Like, they really, uh, they know how to entertain, as they say. We're going to be getting into a little bit of uh, Devo here. Um, and uh, I do have to apologize because, uh, unfortunately, this uh, tune right here, the Nervous Heaters, not from Ohio. Um, and then I'm actually going to close this section here with another group not from Ohio. So uh, we're, we're kind of having a little bit of a, 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 um, a, a, a more asterisks, as it were, uh, being applied to this particular show. But um is what it is. Let's get into the music, okay? Uh, this is uh, Mid Valley Mutations here on Sheena's Jungle Room, and uh, absolutely, positively, without a doubt, we are all Devo. Keep it locked here 
on Mid Valley Mutations. It's time for another history lesson. Mid Valley. Before 75. Mutations. Blank generation. has been suppressed, but now it can be told. Every man, woman, and mutant on this planet shall know the truth about de-evolution. Oh, Dad, we're all
you know, if you're a spud, if you don't have money, you know, there's not much you can do to change things in a big sense, you know, and to things that are really important. You can only just, like, work on day-to-day things. And, you know, just one of the choices that you do have is between unconscious and conscious mutation. I worked for, uh, doing graphics for a janitorial supply firm in Akron, Ohio, and it was in the catalog, and I thought, oh, wow, this is perfect. And, uh, actually went to the warehouse and checked them out, brought some to Mark, and, uh, he agreed we'd wear them. We, we silk screened Evo on them ourselves, and, um, I found some women's stretch belts in a Salvation Army store in Akron, Ohio, because it needed some definition at the waist. I, I dabble in fashion. Oh, 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 
Fisher-Price toy of, of uh, rock and roll merchandising. Basically, all it is is it, um, you know, it is, it is, it is the junk of the culture, but our particular kind of junk, imaginative junk, that is offered up relics, icons, memorabilia, that is an extension in in novelty, in in junk of of what Devo is, so that. If you know what you are and you present ideas, things, sound, visuals to go with it, that your market finds you. You don't solicit a market. You just exist, and by knowing what you are, it's osmosis. They are drawn to you. Win a lottery Scoop the pearls Up from the sea Cash them in and buy you All the things You need Every night before I Rest my head Those dollar bills go swirling in my bed. I know they're stolen, but I don't be bad. I take that money, buy you things you never had. Oh, baby, it would mean so. Jet plane, babe. Get you on a high plane to a jet stream and take you to the stratosphere and check out the planet and then take you down deep where it's hot, hot in Arabia, baby. Then cool, cold, you feel the snow and we'll roll, drain, roll, drain, roll, roll, drain, drain. When we dream it, when we dream it, when we dream it.
time for another history lesson. Before 75. Mutations. Blank generation.
It's time for another history lesson. Mid Valley. Before 75. Mutations. Blank Generation. And welcome back. Two more Mid-Valley Mutations here on Sheena's Jungle Room. And we're just having a lot of fun here, playing a lot of what, what I've been calling kind of comfort listening. This is the uh, kind of stuff I like to put on when I'm feeling down. I need a little pick-me-up, you know. It's, it's like my go-to stuff. Uh, it, it, the problem is, is that like in my 20s, I spend way too much time listening to these albums. And so, of course, they're like ingrained in my mind you know they like all these hooks and riffs and things they just say i keep coming back to and so uh well here we are i'm i'm playing them again now we're having a lot of fun in the chat here so you should join us uh wfmu forward slash or wfmu.org forward slash sheena where uh you know we uh we talk about this and we talk about that you know, it's a it's it's a it's a fun little little hang, uh, as it were, and, and it's and it's like a low impact too. You know, like everybody's super friendly. We just talk about records and comics and zines and things like that. You know, it's low pressure, low pressure. Now we're getting into some of the fun stuff here that I have saved for uh, hour two. Uh, I mean, like. As I mentioned, the 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 line for uh, before '75 is a little bit fuzzy, and so um, we're kind of playing a few things where the band existed before '75, and maybe even the songs, but like the recordings weren't necessarily available sometimes for years and years and years. So uh, we're doing the best that we can. How about that? Now, if I'm not mistaken, next week, uh, Mr. X and I are going to uh, do a tag team uh, show again uh, for uh, the people who died, um, paying tribute to many of the folks that we lost recently uh, in music and elsewhere. Um, unfortunately, a, a drummer that both Mr. X and I have played with before um, recently passed, and so uh, we're going to play some music of... Um, not only uh, him playing drums, uh, the Giant Worm, the, the group that uh, uh, Gary was in, um, but also uh, some other music by other artists who have passed recently. Um, and so uh, I urge you to tune in for that one. I think it's going to be more fun than that description makes it sound. <laughs> uh, I, I promise uh, we're, we're going to try to um, uh, uh, pay tribute in, in kind of a wake style rather than uh, just wallow, as it were. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a bummer to hear, and so uh, I feel like I want to do a little um, radio tribute. Uh, Gary was a singular drummer, and I really enjoyed playing with him. So. Anyway, let's get to some more stuff from this show that we're talking about today. Uh, this is one of those history lessons before 75. I'm playing a lot of stuff that I quite enjoy uh, that's a little bit peppy, that's a little bit uh, upbeat. Uh, it makes us uh, kind of want to dance and, and, uh, and whatnot. So um, if you feel so compelled, please uh, do so, because, uh, well, uh, you wouldn't be alone. Uh, we're all dancing in our own weird little offices where the computer is hooked up to a stereo. <laughs> it's Mid-Valley Mutations, and uh, it goes like this. 
It's time for another history lesson. Mid Valley. Before 75. Mutations. Blank generation. first stirrings of a new direction came from a young Boston guitar player who wrote short, direct songs about love and suburbia. To me, uh, rock and roll was about stuff that was natural anyway. Was it about drugs and space? It's about sex and boyfriends and girlfriends and stuff. One, two, three, four, five, six!
See, I used to walk to the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston. And I used to go to the room where they would keep the paintings by Cezanne, see? Not because I understood anything about the paintings of Cezanne, but that's where all the BU girls hung out. B Boston University, BU, Boston University. They had the... Uh, they had the... Uh, big suede boots coming up to here, and they had the Galois cigarettes, and they had the long hair, and the brown suede jacket. Ooh, and I was very impressed. So, I just hung around there. I figured, boy, if I had a girlfriend, I could understand these paintings, and I could see right through them. If I were to walk to the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston, First, I'd go to the room where they keep the season. But if I had one more side, a girlfriend, then I could look through the paintings. I could look right through them because I'd have found something that I understand. I Stand a girlfriend that's a girl friend said she I R L F R E N that's a girlfriend baby that's something that I understand That's a G. 
considered too eccentric ever to achieve commercial success. The album that Jonathan Richman and his group The Modern Lovers recorded in 1973 was enormously influential when it reached New York. Songs like Roadrunner reminded people of an earlier age when the music on the radio was short, fun, and above all, easy to play. History lesson. Mid Valley. Before 75. Mutations. Blank generation. Ah, and welcome to more Mid Valley Mutations here on Sheena's Jungle Room. And thank you, Jimmy Tallow, for enjoying the show. I've been having a lot of fun myself. And if you want to know who uh, Jimmy Tallow or uh, perhaps uh, Ellen uh, are, uh, you can uh, join us in the chat here at uh, wfmu.org forward slash Sheena's Jungle Room. Or just Sheena, actually, is all you need because uh, it'll get you right there. 
And, and what are we doing tonight? Well, you know, um, I'm pretty deep into the show at this point, so hopefully you know. But uh, it's a before 75, a lot of um, cool stuff that inspired uh, a lot of my favorite music, uh, or uh, is actually some of my favorite music uh, in and of itself. Um, and and, and you know, we're kind of getting into that section of the show where, like, okay, some bands have been forming. We're starting to get this idea that there are people who want to do music a little different than what's uh, super popular on the radio or elsewhere these days. But um, we're, we're, we're still kind of, like, uh, short of uh, one thing. We don't really have anywhere that we can uh, put on a show. So uh, maybe we should get into a little bit of... Uh, where we can play. It's Mid-Valley Mutations here on Sheena's Jungle Room, and it sounds a whole lot like this. It's time for another history lesson. Mid-Valley. Before 75. Mutations. Blank Generation. At that time, there were only two bars to play that played original music, and that was CBGB's and Max's. Jumping around, everybody's doing loop de loop. Just a making the rounds like a speed freak and a telephone booth. The downstairs is packed, and the groupies are all dressed up. Upstairs, the New York dolls are kicking it out, looking tough. You got a personality crisis, baby. Down at Max's Kansas City. All the boys are. Max's Kansas City. All the girls are. Max's Kansas City. All the stars are. Max's Kansas City. Down at Max's. I see Patty Smith. She's the Stagony of Rock and Roll. A seven and eleven, and she always knows which parts to hold. And I see Lou Reed and a Iggy Pop, they're just a getting higher and higher. Give those boys one more drink, and they're gonna set the place on fire. Go get them, boys. The downstairs is packed, and the groupies are all dressed up. Upstairs, the New York dolls are kicking it out, looking tough. Bad girl is a looking for a kid. Down at Max's, Max's all the boys are. Max's Kansas all the girls are. Max's Kansas all the stars are. Max's Kansas Down at Max's. 
she's all in a buzz. She's on the cover of the New York Rocker. D.D. Ramon strips his bass to the bone. He's a blitzkrieg bopper. The heartbreakers are gonna give you a taste of going steady with pirate love. And you better watch it because my Backstreet Boys are gonna rip you apart. Rip them up, boys. The gangsters is packed and the groupies are all dressed up. Upstairs, the New York dolls are kicking it out. Looking tough, trash. Pick it up. You know where. That's right. Talking about San Francisco, and I ain't talking about Los Angeles, and I ain't talking about Detroit City. I'm talking about New York City, down at Max's, Kansas City, baby. Hey man, what's happening?、Uh, where you going tonight? Well, I think I'm gonna go down to Max's and、uh, check out a couple of rock and roll bands. Oh yeah, who's playing there these days? Well, there's、uh, a Heartbreakers, Cherry Vanilla, and a Staten Island band, Wayne County, and the Backstreet Boys, the Fast, Para Ubu, John Collins, Para Toledo, Suicide, the Ramones, Blondie, the Dolls, Television, Talking Heads, August, Fuse, Mom, the Poppies, the Marbles, the Planets, the Miamis, Just Water, Tough Dark, Dale Bread, Richard Hale, Lance Ladd, and the Mumps, another pretty face, and Mink Deville, and phew! Oh no, yeah, oh yeah, they got this new group that everybody's talking about called the Psychotic Frogs. Hey, wait, 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 just a minute. There's just one more thing I forgot to tell you. You better not forget to bring your masquerade mask and your.、Uh, Ego trip, 'cause you're gonna need it when you go down to Max's Kansas City, baby. That's right. What I remember about CBGBs. 500 sweating bodies, ankle deep in beer, smell of piss, screaming amplifiers. I was CBGBs on a Saturday night in the mid-70s. I opened in December '73 as CBGBs, which stands for Country Bluegrass Blues. I made it a policy: the only way they could play here, not they could, the only way they could play here, is they had to do their own music.
CBGB's as a venue was a platform for a lot of up-and-coming artists. CBGB's gave us a home, a place to work out our music without any sense of pressure. CBGB's is, uh, uh, was a proving ground for a lot of the punk slash new wave groups. To put labels on the kind of music played at CBGB's is difficult. And the club itself was so out of the mainstream that the band there had time to develop their idiosyncratic visions. The venue itself was always dark, sweat-soaked, and smoky to me.
time for another history lesson. Before 75. Mutations. Blank generation. And welcome to uh, what my grandmother probably would have called the back 40. Uh, it's kind of the end of the show where we're kind of getting into some fun stuff here and uh, well, having a, a lot of fun too, uh, if, uh, I do say so myself. Uh, but we should probably mention a little bit of what we've been listening to in that last little section there. Um, it, this is our uh, sort of... Uh, uh, venues uh, uh, segment, uh, uh, as it were, where we, we talked about Max's Kansas City and, of course, uh, CGBG's uh, a legendary venue, which uh, I actually found this documentary called uh, The Roots of Punk uh, CGBG's, uh, which um, I, I found it on YouTube like 10 years ago, and I was like, there's no way that documentary is still there. Uh, Googled it, came right up right away, and it's uh, it, it, the exact same one I saw 10 years ago. It's uh, one of those things that's just been kind of like thrown onto YouTube because uh, I think it was uh, floating around on some guy's VHS tape, and he finally digitized it. So Very cool uh, little uh, piece of ephemera if you want to kind of get some uh, firsthand insight onto what... Uh, it was like there uh, a lot of people kind of talk about what they remember which is uh, what I, 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 correct, I really appreciate uh, I say so myself. in that section we also heard a little bit of the uh, electric eels uh, um, Wayne County and the Backstreet Boys with uh, Max's Kansas City uh, George Brigman uh, not Birdman uh, uh, sorry uh, was that uh, Drowsy uh, that thought that um uh, uh, or um, was it Ellen? I can't remember who. Was. Oh no, it was uh, M H um, A I T C H. Uh, thought that uh, it was George Birdman. No, it's a uh, George Brigman. Uh, anyway, uh, that was a kind of an odd, rare uh, Maryland rock uh, group that um, uh, yeah, uh, kind of interesting. Uh, certainly more proto-punk than anything else. I think uh, that's what uh, Mr. X was saying. Uh, in the chat, uh, which I certainly agree with. Uh, we are kind of more in the proto-punk vein with all this stuff. We kind of haven't really kind of gotten to the Ramones yet. Um, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we got some more stuff to get to, and I'd like to kind of try to see if I, how much of it I can fit in. Uh, I'd like to kind of come in under the wire if I can. Um, uh, oh, that is a very good question, Mr. X. Uh, did proto-punk cluster in certain regions like Detroit, Akron, and Cleveland and NYC uh, or was it everywhere? Hmm, I mean there was stuff in LA as well uh, but uh, yeah, that is a good question. Uh, it seems to have concentrated in certain specific areas or at least grew up around certain artists and musicians who all seemed to work together and know each other. Um, so, not sure if that helps but um, yeah, maybe certain cities were just more likely to produce a band like this than others because of their industrial nature. I think there's an essay in there, Mr. X. Do you want to go to college? I think you've already been, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, let's get back into the music. This has been Valley Mutations here on Sheena's Jungle Room. Join us in the chat. We're having a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, we're, uh, we're into the last segment of the show. And, uh, boy, these things go fast. 
It's time for another history lesson. Mid Valley. Before 75. Mutations. Blank generation. When I started CBGBs, I didn't intend to do uh, what I finally ended up doing. I had a feeling for music. When I started doing country bluegrass blues, there was nobody else doing that. In fact, there were hardly any clubs that were operating at that point in this area. The environment at CBGB's, I would say, was uh, rough. The Bowery was not the most pleasant place to be. The Bowery in the 70s was a dump. There's a lot of flop houses. A lot of derelicts, lost souls, whatever they were, they had thousands of them. People looking to get high, get laid. Brokers and pimps and junkies. Probably about 50 or 60 of them along the Bowery, as well as having these Bowery bars, which catered to the derelicts. So this was what was happening here. I must <laughs>
queen. Chicken? Yes, queen. CBs were not so much bands, but individual ideas. None of the bands were known. Uh, some artists with talent, some with absolutely no talent, but certainly a lot of attitude. Bands were very different from each other, and if they had a sense of punk about it, it was more attitude. I was interested in supporting music that reflected uh, what the individual felt in music. For us, that was extremely important in giving us the confidence to move forward. There was a look, there was a style, there was a very specific sound. The atmosphere within the club once the band was playing was high-powered energy. I guess that we would call this new wave of uh, music that we later called punk music. <laughs> Bye.
the real reason why people want to rock and roll in the first place, which is just pure desire. The garage bands became more important, their style, in the early 70s because rock and roll had gotten very complicated. Uh, progressive rock, a sense that rock was an adult medium, uh, a sense that complexity and song cycles and uh, instrumental prowess and musicianship were the driving force. The fact that you could play three chords and get up on a stage within a week was being lost. When I started CBGB's, I didn't intend to. It's time for another history lesson. Mid Valley. Before 75. New Tasters. Plant Generation. 
And that's how you can tell that it's live, is that uh, I blow the cue. <laughs> well, it all worked out in the end anyway. This is uh, Mid-Valley Mutations, and we're wrapping things up here. I got one more song after this, and then um, I'm going to have to like move on. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, what can I say? Uh, I'm having a lot of fun uh, this week, but I, I think uh, we're going to have to uh, ditch this particular series and kind of catch up with some other ideas for shows uh coming up uh, next week is our kind of like post valentine's day show as it were where we're gonna um actually uh play trip pay tribute to uh, many of the people that we have lost recently uh, musicians and other artists that we love um so uh, uh that's gonna be kind of where um our uh our show is next week uh that's a that's a kind of a collaboration with uh, mr x and a few other friends um uh, and then I haven't quite decided exactly what follows after, but um, I'm, I'm really anxious to get to this Kark interview that I've been plugging. I know I, I've talked about it a couple of times now, but I have this uh, uh, excellent interview with Kark, who are back after a, a, a decade-long absence almost. <laughs> uh, they recorded a pandemic album, which is strange because one of them lives in Japan and the other one lives in Oregon. So, uh, I mean, who knew? Uh, but anyways, we chatted on uh, one of those... Uh, uh, video uh services not too long ago um and it was a lot of fun and i had had a great time and so uh, i want to get that to you soon and i'm hoping maybe i can edit that this weekend or something because uh you know it just needs a little uh massage before i i, I, I present it to the world um but yeah uh we should probably wrap things up here um thanks for listening uh thanks for tuning in uh thanks ellen uh uh, and then, um, yeah, thanks to everybody else. So, uh, um, I hope, uh, um, uh, y'all are having a good time and enjoying, uh, what we're doing here. And, uh, yeah, this show is, uh, uh quickly becoming the cornerstone of my week. I was, I was talking to my wife the other day and I said, uh, uh, it's my radio weekend. I've got a uh, radio on Monday and radio on Tuesday. It's two days of radio in a row. And I know that sounds corny, but it makes me pretty happy uh, to be able to log in and play some songs for you. And uh, yeah, um, seems like everybody else is enjoying this one t- uh, as well. So um, what can I say? You guys are wonderful. You guys are beautiful. And without you, it would be no program. Be seeing you.
detrimental to us as far as the uh, straight media was concerned because they assumed we were a bunch of hooligans uh, and were kind of afraid of us. And the bands were so diverse that I don't even know if that's what they were. You know, some of these bands, I wouldn't have classified them as punk, but they have a punk attitude like television. See, I don't feel television... But they are. I mean, they came from the punk... Mid-Valley. Uh, Patti Smith, if you want to take the lyric, all right, you know... Mutations. Some of these things, in a sense, are punk. <laughs> 